0: Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. If you're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter.
1: And I am, I forget.
0: You're, i Brianna.
1: Brianna, oh yeah.
0: <laughs> One of the many aliases or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just I haven't had to say my name in a while, so you know.
0: It's, it, you it's forget been, these it's things, been, you don't yeah, know your yeah. own phone
1: number, you don't know your own address, you don't know your own name.
0: Right, right. You know, it's um, obviously been a while since we've uh, done an episode recap, even though we kept on promising people. Okay, yeah, this is the, this is gonna be the month. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you know, like, uh, there's some, uh, there's a few people that have reached out, just kind of wondering, like, yeah, what's going on with the episode recaps? And you know, we've kind of told them what's been going on, but just just a bit, like life, life. You know, has has gotten in the way, Brianna. You, I mean, actually, you and I both are working sixty hours plus a week alone. Um, mm-hmm. or ourselves rather. And, uh, you know, when I have the time, you don't and vice versa. When you have the time, I, I have the kids. Um, yeah. that, that new addition to both of our families, uh, it ha- has been, has been, a, a, you know, a joy, but also in terms of podcasting, it's, it's been rough. So it, it's been hard. Um, but, you know, we're going to try to get it done here before season four uh, gets out. Um,
1: We've got till December. we got until, so. yes.
0: <laughs> so I, th- I think it's definitely doable, but, um, you know, some well, discipline. Well, I don't, it's
1: September now, you know.
0: <laughs> yes, some, some discipline on my part, but uh, we'll, I, I think I think we'll be able to do it. Um, yeah, we can get, so.
1: you know, one a month, and then yeah. we'll they'll sneak in right under the wire.
0: Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, so some news to kind of get caught up here. Um, I, I feel most of our listeners have probably heard it, but for those that maybe are not as active on social media, uh, the biggest, saddest news of all, we did lose um, Ed Asner, who played Sid, uh, mm-hmm. Johnny's uh, stepfather. Uh, he passed away at the age of, uh, I believe it was 91?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, 91. Uh, he uh, passed away peacefully, surrounded by family. Um so that that was a uh, you know uh, kind of a tough morning and uh, as you'd imagine um many of the you know well all the big three and, and company uh crew and cast members um you know uh, said some words on social media and stuff so so that was really nice uh also we did get an official announcement that season five uh has been green lit uh, no surprise there right um And also, if you didn't notice in our feed, uh, Tanner Buchanan uh, had a Netflix release, the film He's All That, which is the modern, updated version of She's All That from 1999.
1: Which you have watched, which I have not.
0: Yeah, I've I've watched it twice.
1: That, from what I am hearing, (laughs) takes a whole lot of dedication to furthering Tanner's career.
0: Yeah, yeah. Tanner was um, great in it. Like I, right, I, I I've that, heard
1: nothing but good things about him. Yep. But maybe people become stars on TikTok because that's what they're good at.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, it, it's hard to ask a TikToker to carry an entire movie for their first like starring role too. So I don't I don't think it's fair the backlash she she's getting. But Exactly.
1: I mean, let her know. let her play herself in a few movies first or something.
0: Yeah. So, but, you know, um, it's, you know, it, it definitely has its fans, uh, there, a post I have on, uh, Instagram of, uh, Tanner from that film has, uh, yeah, it's, it's like going viral for me at least, you know, like I, I, every time I pull up the Instagram, I, I got like another 50 notifications of, you know, girls from all over the world liking <laughs> pictures of Tanner, uh, <laughs> But yeah, that that is the the one thing that like uh definitely everybody agrees on, Tanner was one of the best things of the movie. So he um if you want to check it out, check it out for Tanner.
1: Also the um poster, the Netflix release poster that they put into the screensaver on Netflix. Yeah. Um if I were 25 years younger.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Uh
1: it's him and her and it's Pink and green, I oh,
0: okay. think. Okay, uh, the poster, yeah.
1: Yeah, and they put the green opposite him, but then they made his eyes that
0: color. Oh. Uh, and it's just... Yeah. Oh,
1: my God, he's beautiful.
0: Well, I mean, he, he's definitely... He's a child, yeah, yeah. he's an infant, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, you know. Oh, yeah, we, you know, we've been following um, him for a few years now, so, uh, I, you know, like, I've never had... Any issues with uh, Tanner and like some of uh, some of his other projects, but at least in this one, I was like, you know what? It's nice to root for Tanner as a different character for once, you know. Because as Robbie, like you're just feeling bad for him, like all th- throughout every single season.
1: Yes, yes. And then I don't know whether or not we can put any stock in casting rumors for the future, but right, um, a a very real possibility that he may end up. The Jason Todd to Sholos Blue Beetle, yeah, um, which would basically be their dynamic now, but in well, not not even reverse because Jason is the damaged bad guy who is only a bad guy because he was brainwashed to be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be against seeing that at all, and have Red Hood go from being played by Jensen Ackles to being played by Tanner.
0: Yeah, I y- you know, I, I had some reservations at first. I'm not too familiar with the the Red Hood, but I have seen the animated graphic novel, or I'm not sure if it's based off the graphic novel, but I saw the the uh, DC animated film, um, and I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a, a great film, and so when I saw this, I was just like, is Tanner a little too young for the character? Because, cause again, I, I'm not so versed in that universe. Um, no, but I after, think he's
1: about the right age, because... Okay. Uh, Dick Grayson became Nightwing because Bruce adopted Jason. Okay. Right? I don't know. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure Probably that Jason guys. was the only Robin that was ever actually Bruce's son.
0: W- w- Wasn't? Didn't Bruce have a son named Damien? Or is that like a different universe?
1: Oh, that I don't know.
0: Damien Wayne? Damien? Oh. Damon Wayne's? No, that's an actor. D- Damien. D- Damien Waynes? What? Keenan Ivory, huh? Um. <laughs> Damien Wayne's. there we go.
1: Damian Wayne, possibly. Okay, is that sounds familiar? Singular.
0: Wayne, that um, sounds
1: familiar. But I thought he Bruce adopted Wayne. Jason.
0: Yeah, there is no... Why? Why am I throwing an S? It's the Wayans. That's why it's, it keeps. Yeah, because of
1: Damian Wayans. <laughs> that's exactly right. why you're doing it.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll, we'll we'll move it on. But um, that's pretty much it. Um, we have an upcoming video it, uh, most of you have probably already heard it but our breakdown of the um the the season four teaser i, I guess you can say that's that's still um
1: oh crud i haven't put that up yet yeah. have i
0: not yet but you know oops life yeah so so that that's probably the only other thing i could think of that's kind of kind of in the works yeah yeah and um People have been asking about the All-Valley Trivia Championship, which I have said, and you let me know if it's too ambitious, but I I told them after our episode reviews, I I think is a good time to um, have it return.
1: I I think so, too. I mean, I was leaning toward having it, you know, through April and May and June like we did last year, Uh, but um, I think it would have been way too much. Yeah, And plus, if we shift it around and we start it in October and say we do, you know, another eight or ten weeks or whatever, we do it during the winter when it's getting cold and it's rainy and it's snowy and it's nasty and it's getting dark outside at four o'clock and nobody wants to go outside anyway. So we just do it then. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense.
0: And, and we'll, we'll figure it all out, even if uh, it has to be like one of us. Uh, and when I say that, I mean you. Running it, and I pop in the chat or something like that, just so we can have it. Because I don't know if people are necessarily tuning in for either of us to host it; like they just want to they see want the stuff. You know, yeah, yeah. They want to win. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if we will have prizes to go around. We, we don't know. You know, it's just because we haven't really talked about it. But um, nope. at the very least, uh, you know, I, I think now we have a much larger fandom, and so you'll have a lot more other contestants to go up against. But um, I think the I OG fans will have an upper upper hand for I'm sure. I'm
1: Open my soda there. I should have probably okay. given a warning in advance. But um, I have a feeling that we will probably have no issue getting the hundred in the games this right. time around.
0: Oh yeah, no the the I, I think the last time we did it it, it it went pretty well actually.
1: Yeah, it did.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, what you guys are here for is to hear us uh, recap episode three hundred five Miyagi Do. Uh, this episode was direct by, directed by Stephen uh, Suchida, Suchida, um and written or the teleplay is written by uh, Bob Dearden, uh, a newcomer this season. And uh, we hope to speak to him at some point. But there is a great interview at the Karate Kid Minute with our friends Robin and Matt. I believe it's like upwards of two hours, and they get into a lot of details. So that is available now if you guys want to check out an, um, an interview with Bob. So, uh, as always, the synopsis is uh, provided by Amy. Um, she wrote, Kumigo sets Daniel and Chosen up on a play date, and Chosen spends most of the episode making da- Daniel deeply uncomfortable. He eventually teaches Daniel a valuable new skill and reveals to us that he's got the best sense of humor out of anybody on this show. Meanwhile, Kumigo has secretly set into motion the meeting that will save LaRusso Otto. Johnny, predictably, doesn't believe in, in actual medicine and concocts his own physical therapy regimen for Miguel that resembles something out of a low rent Nickelodeon game show. But after talking to a distraught Carmen about how she just wants Miguel to smile again, he switches gears and scams their way into a D Snyder concert where they have the time of their lives. Chris visits Robbie and Juvie and makes a case for Cobra Kai. Robbie is initially disinterested, but the seed has been planted. On the outside, the Cobras run amok, 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 amok,
1: amok, 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 amok,
0: at golf and stuff. And after Chris calls in reinforcements, the Miyagi-Dos fight back. It doesn't end well. After Sam tells her everything that's happened, Amanda Amanda finally confronts Chris. And that's it. So thanks again, Amy, for that great recap.
1: Low-rent Nickelodeon game show. That is probably the best description ever.
0: Yeah. Yep, she's got it's those words. It's very much
1: a uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple kind of thing he's got going on, isn't Which
0: it? Which I have been watching because of Paramount Plus, so thanks to that. Uh, I'm Trying to catch up on some OG Are You Afraid of the Dark, too, some old Nick stuff. So I've definitely Ooh. been doing that. Uh, you know, because they're all like 20-some-odd minutes, just easy uh, shows to throw on in the background mm-hmm. while you're doing other things there. All right, so my first set of notes here says uh, an edited down version of the fight between Chosen and Daniel from the Karate Kid Part Two. Uh, the difference here, uh, after um, well, Daniel is about to uh, walk over the bridge to the platform where go and Chosen is, they added a, uh, I, I guess, the d- deleted dialogue where Daniel says, "I know." Uh, before yep. walking over there, so it it shows Daniel knows exactly uh, what he is walking into, uh, the, the the risk and all. I, I think before, you know, it, it kind of plays to like the underdog. You know, like you know, the, does he, does he have any confidence or anything like that?
1: Right. I think that taking that out made him kind of seem like he was still he didn't understand quite what Mister Miyagi was talking about and he hadn't put the the one who's dead doesn't um together with this is not for points and right like he he didn't exactly know what he was in for i like this version a whole lot better i do too and i wish they would i wish they had left it because it's and I mean, you can tell the difference because the coloring doesn't match, right? And it's it's a shot from the dailies, or maybe it made it all the way into one uh, initial version of the film. But it this shows that Daniel is a badass, and he knows what he can do, and he's not afraid.
0: Right. That's that's and, exactly it. The the I know I like he, he's not afraid. Yeah. Yep. So when I saw that, I loved it. And also the the score from Zach and Leo, as always, uh, you know their their rend- uh, not even rendition, but their version of um, you know a- adding some. I'm trying to think of the word here. Like it, it, really adds like a sense of.
1: Well, it does because what they what they do with you know Daniel's moment of truth here, and and it just it they like just somehow managed to make it more Conti than Conti did. okay? In my mind. Like it's so sweeping and it's so grand. Um, but it doesn't overshadow the fight. Right. And honestly, there I, there's there's a, a part in here in this fight, and I've always wanted to ask Ralph this question. Um, And I probably never will because it's the silliest question ever. When Chosen kicks him into the shishi dog, Uh when he lands between them, he goes, ow, that hurt. And I've always wondered (laughs) if that's Daniel or Ralph. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right 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 that's it, it. that's flying a good question into
1: the shishi dog just yeah. really hurt because those things are pokey um, i, I remember i hurt.
0: remember you bringing that up during our live commentary of the credit part two which you can find in our group page but you have to dig for it uh, yeah. yeah we did do some of those um yeah yeah that would be a good question uh we can put a bookmark on there we go yeah uh so then I do you we...
1: think he'd remember after 35 years Thirty-two who,
0: years. Who knows? So uh, some of these guys don't go back and revisit their movies. Is what we're finding out sometimes.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think Ralph has ever watched The Karate Kid Part Three ever, even the first time. Just mm. going out on a limb.
0: Mm. All right, so we cut back uh, to modern day. Uh, you know, Daniel, Chosen, and Kumiko here. Uh, there's a stare down between Daniel and Chosen, um, but Chosen bows to Daniel and puts him at ease. Uh because Daniel, you know, sl- you know, got out of his seat a little bit. It looks like he was he was ready to throw down should something happen.
1: Um yeah, I think he just he was showing that he was not unprepared but it turns out that what he was not prepared for was chosen to not pull a knife on him.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just like glad he that he expected
1: uh, it, you know.
0: He didn't jump out of his seat and cower behind like a bar stool or something, you know. So so that's good.
1: No, no. I think <laughs> Daniel is uncomfortable around chosen because of what happened between them the last time, but I don't think he's afraid of him.
0: No, I I, I agree with you there. Otherwise, again, he would have ran off or something. Yeah. Uh we cut to Johnny, uh, who stops by the Diaz's to pick up Miguel, but Miguel's physical therapist, Braden, is there stretching out Miguel's legs. Um Brayden's speaking like he attended the school of Miyagi for medicine. Uh, Carbon knows Miguel wants him to be uh, um, uh, part of his rehab and, and won't deny him that uh, due, due to the this insurance look from her work.
1: That, this look that she gives him, if they do stay together moving forward through the series, which I really hope they do, I have a feeling we are going to see this look directed at, at Johnny a whole heck of a lot.
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, I think just, that's the look that we'd usually give, oh, right?
1: <laughs> when we're watching doing? the show. Sure, sure. Shut up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and yeah, she says as much. Uh, she won't deny I'm a specialist of years of uh, education experience. So right. it, obviously, Johnny's like, "What is this hippie ponytail <laughs> dude doing here?" Right. Um, we cut. He's to, adorable, yep. though. I like Brayden, you know, he he seems to like look, I I am all about the good vibes, you know, in um, you know, positive feels and and all that stuff. You know, that's why I listen to a lot of like island music too because you don't hear any aggressive island music, <laughs> you know, t- uh, about like pissed off people on the in Hawaii or whatever, you know, so um
1: I'm not quite sure we would have to ask um Pilani.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. If there is
1: such a thing as, you know, pissed off hula music.
0: <laughs> yeah. Some really aggressive ones. Uh Right, right, right. Yeah, Some yeah. super
1: aggressive hula hula dancers.
0: I mean, I'm sure uh Shakira could probably get down with uh her hips not lying and all.
1: She does belly dancing though. She doesn't do hula.
0: No, but but the hips are involved.
1: That's true. That, that is true.
0: Yeah. We cut to crease uh visiting Robbie and Juby, sits down and tells them a little bit about Johnny, when he was younger, Uh, Grandmaster Daryl Vidal gets a mention here, Um, but uh, Johnny lost to the more skilled Vidal, is what he says, and had a look in his eye that he'd never let that happen again.
1: Yeah, I am one hundred percent with Robbie's initial reaction, which is, I mean, if he knew what a payphone was, he would say, "Here's a quarter, call someone
0: who cares." Yeah, Um, tell someone who gives a shit, old man. Yeah.
1: Get out of my face! I don't right. like you.
0: Yeah. No, wait, is that you saying that or is that Robbie? No, I,
1: that, well, Robbie was like that at first, okay. <laughs> and I said I'm with Robbie's initial reaction. And, and
0: you said co-signed. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: And I want Robbie to hold on to that initial reaction. Just right. remember that. Remember that you hate him.
0: Right. Robbie says, "You know, cool story, bro. You know, is basically what that what that was." Uh, Chris tells him from what he heard, uh, Diaz attacked him. Uh, you know, just kind of playing <clears> that, <throat> uh, you know, manipulation there. Uh, says that Robbie doesn't deserve to be there. Uh, Robbie says the last thing he needs is another sensei. You know, uh, but I don't know. Third third time's a charm. No. No. No.
1: no. <laughs> you bite your tongue so hard it pops off right now.
0: Well, mm-hmm. at least for the next few episodes because it's going to happen.
1: Well, I know, but. Yeah. Man.
0: Yeah. Uh, Chris that guy's telling such him, an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's Crease to a T. Uh tells him that he might want to learn to strike first now he's in the real world. You know, did right. talked about the whole uh Miyagi mumbo jumbo, that stuff will get you points in a tournament, yada yada. So just uh yeah, just working Robbie here.
1: Yeah, hate him.
0: So we're back at Miyagi Uh Sam has the others preparing for a fight. Uh, As Amanda shows up with Anthony, who has been doing a lot of soccering.
1: Uh, I have to comment here on Dimitri's socks.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. He has has amazing taste in socks. All right. I just thought I'd throw that out
0: there. I I like it. Uh, Um,
1: Anthony, at this point, is every teenage baby brother in the history of ever. Yeah. Um, Echoing everything... Like echoing everything Amanda says, right? So he's like trying to get in on Amanda's good side. But she sees what he's doing. So it doesn't work. So just go wait in a car, Anthony.
0: (laughs) Right. And also, you know, if you think about like the 80s movies, even some of the early 90s movies, there was always like that annoying little brother, you know?
1: An annoying little brother or an annoying little sister. For uh, Ferris Bueller, Jennifer Grey played the annoying little sister.
0: Was um, she the little sister? I thought she was the older sister.
1: Oh, was she older? I See, I always thought she was younger than him.
0: Huh, okay. Interesting.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, there's always, and, and then, um, oh, just one of the guys definitely Ye- had the annoying oh. younger brother. Uh,
0: yes, but I just thought Buddy was more like, kind of like... He he wasn't that trope of the annoying little brother, though. Like, he he had a part in that movie, you know? Yeah, um, he did. He, yeah, he, he so was more
1: than that, but he, that was Exactly. It, so. A little bit
0: different. I, I'm thinking about your um, Seth Green. What, was that the one in uh, Can't Buy Me Love? I, I'm kind of forgetting 80s movies now.
1: Oh, God, I forget who played his brother in Can't Buy Me Love.
0: Well, Seth Green was definitely the little brother in one movie where he's annoying. So Okay.
1: Yeah, well, it's tr- Seth Green is very good at playing annoying.
0: <laughs> yes, he is. Um, one of my favorite characters is uh, Scotty from Awesome Powers. Yes. Um, let's see where I leave off. So uh, Principal Lopez had called and told her about the what happened with the soccer scrimmage there. And, um, you know, she reminds Sam, no more karate, but Sam calls Amanda out for uh, not paying attention if that's what she thinks is uh, going on.
1: Right, right. If you think karate is the problem, you're not paying attention.
0: Yeah, and that's you know that's that's big too because what we learned from you know like was it season season one like how in tune Amanda is with everything you know so, so much so that even she knew like Sam's password to her laptop and stuff.
1: Right, right. And yeah, it, it it was a season one and season two thing, even though, you know, it, there were the jokes that, you know, before Sam was born, Daniel was like, oh, this one's mine. You can have the next one. And obviously Sam and Daniel are much closer than Sam and Anthony. Um, they have more in common. I think Amanda just is more in tune with both of her children yeah. until this, because yeah. this is something... That Amanda does not have experience with which Daniel does right so this is one that he's going to understand more and relate more and he's not there for it right that's the rough thing is that she's starting to go through all this without Daniel
0: exactly uh speaking of Daniel we cut back to an awkward silence between him and Chosen uh we find out that Chosen has no wife or kids um and uh, Daniel wants to get a drink, and Chosen offers nicely to get it for him.
1: <laughs> nicely?
0: <laughs> okay, a little aggressive. A little aggressive.
1: Um, in that moment right there, when Daniel sat back down in that chair, he may have been a little um, intimidated.
0: Sure. Just, just a tad. I will
1: get. <laughs> that is the most violent angry way i have ever heard any person offer to buy another person a drink and daniel whatever you're drinking i sure hope it's strong
0: yeah i mean i think it's just a glass of water <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. That's, yeah that's all that was um yeah, and then Daniel finds out that Kumiko invited Chosen. I just love the face on Tamil's or the the reaction Tamil has on her face. She's just kinda She's like well, so sweet. What, what's the big deal. Like, yeah, I invited him.
1: Isn't this, oh, this, was this a great done. idea? This was my idea. <laughs>
0: wasn't this yeah. awesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. High five. <laughs> um and uh,
1: Poor Daniel. I yeah. mean I, Okay. First of all, I have this this working theory that Daniel Larusso is a Disney princess, right? Okay. Sure. Because of the Daniel, size of his uh-huh. eyes and sure, you know sure, the whole yeah. thing. In that scene, his eyes are actually bigger than I ever thought they could possibly be. Yeah. He is just so like. He's like sixteen, but not sixteen again. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. I I, I know what you mean.
1: Yeah, it's like he's feeling all the stuff that he felt all those years ago, but he's still a grown-ass man, and he's just, like, completely fish out of water again here. Right. And he knows it.
0: Um, Kumiko says that uh, Chosen has changed, and Daniel says guys like him don't change, and Kumiko says, sounds like they have a lot to talk about. Um, And she has errands to run and asks Chosen to show him around.
1: I love that. I love it. Yeah. It's, you know how we keep, i, I we, we keep talking about how Amanda and Carmen should just lock the boys in a room and let them fight it out? Yep. That is exactly what Kumiko is doing right off the bat.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Not giving them any time to uh, screw around with that rivalry nonsense.
0: Oh, sure. I bet you her errands is like, she's going to go back home and just put on some, you know, Okay, now in soap opera or something.
1: (laughs) Right. Like like, you know, she
0: she's already spent all this time with Daniel, and um, you know, I think she knows exactly what she's doing.
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely she does. Yeah. And it's just like she's he's like begging and begging and begging, and she's like a mom leaving her kid at daycare for the first time, right? Chosen, (laughs) could you babysit Daniel for me? Um, and it's just it's perfect. It's perfect.
0: Uh, we we definitely have some artists that that follow us and and uh, enjoy our content. If we could just get a, a baby Daniel in a crib with like chosen outside the crib with a rattle, like hey, here you go, you know. Something, Are something like you
1: that. really sure you know what you're asking
0: for? <laughs> yeah, I, maybe. I don't know. I guess I have to see it because uh, I'm not getting the joke here. Is that? Uh, no,
1: I'm just I'm I'm imagining this visual. Yeah. Of of you know somebody taking Ralph and Yuji's heads and sticking them on infants, and just it's hilarious to me.
0: It may already exist, to be honest with you. You know, like with the the, the apps that are out oh, there on people's yeah. phones. Does oh yeah, this baby
1: want his rattle?
0: Yeah, exactly. So
1: yeah. oh god, I forgot all about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. We cut back to the Diazes, and Braden is telling Miguel. No negative thoughts, uh, just positive energy. Um, then we we see Johnny fishing the for Miguel. He drives
1: a leaf, by the way. He drives a leaf. Of course he does.
0: Of course he does. Absolutely. Uh, but yes, Johnny is fishing for Miguel. Uh, using fishing a s- for
1: Miguel? That's one way to put it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's also uh, using a swimsuit mag as bait. And the song Oh Yeah comes on. Now, um, what song does that remind you of? When you hear that song, um, you you mentioned the movie earlier. Ferris Bueller. It's
1: not Ferris Bueller.
0: Oh, some, there's something else that it reminds you of.
1: It's it's the other one. It's the the movie that I keep forgetting the name of. It's like
0: with Michael J. Fox.
1: No, with Tony oh. Danza.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, the, She's the, out of
1: control. She's out of control.
0: Okay. Uh not familiar with that one. Uh I usually either think the Snickers commercial or the Secret At of Snickers, My Success. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um but uh no, it's it's uh it's she's out of control. Okay. And it's when she gets her braces off and gets her hair cut and all this stuff and she's walking like across the beach. It's it's the typical Ugly Duckling Pygmalion reboot for teenagers, you know.
0: Oh, he's all that? Would, stuff <laughs> you're talking about like <laughs> <laughs> My Fair Lady he,
1: Okay so here's my question Okay um, That is um, Who does What does it even say Heidi Schlesinger mm-hmm. um, On the Bless cover you. of that magazine Oh okay And It just says summer swimsuits Why does that not say Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition They've talked about that before johnny has l mcpherson's sports illustrated issue
0: well i'm sure he has many uh subscriptions back in the day and kept uh, some of his favorite cover models or something
1: i'm just wondering if they didn't have permission to actually show a sports illustrated
0: uh that is a possibility um yeah you got yeah. me
1: because that one that one looks like a knockoff, right? That's like a generic that's that does I don't think that's a real magazine. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, that that's that's kind of what I'm thinking too. Uh and then Miguel falls out of his wheelchair and Johnny helps him back up.
1: This is the shot that from the trailer yep. um that I, I so loved the look on their faces because Miguel looked like he was surprised that Johnny would actually help him.
0: Yeah, and out of context in that trailer, uh, I liked it a little bit more. But I mean, this is still fine. But I, I think out of context, it was just kind of like, "Oh, what's going on in that scene?" You know. And
1: You know what though? I like the way Johnny picks him up. He knows what he's doing, right? He 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 picks up all of Miguel's weight when he lifts him that way, right? It's not like he just, you know, tries to grab him by the arms or whatever and pull him back to his feet. He takes all of his weight and pulls him up. Yeah. So that's nice. It is. And then the wheelchair doesn't roll away. That helps. Yeah.
0: Perhaps the wheel locks are on.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Uh, Daniel and Chosen are looking over the real Okinawa because they are actually in Okinawa this time. Um, oh, my at God. Le- it's so beautiful. Shot. Very beautiful. So beautiful. Um, that shot itself should be a uh, postcard.
1: Yes. And um,
0: they talk about Miyagi Shin- uh, Shinpo Sensei uh, and Chosen questions whether Daniel knows everything about uh, Miyagi Karate. It,
1: well, it kind of struck me as why was he surprised? It struck me as really strange. Why was Chosen surprised? that Daniel knew that story. Why would he think Mr. Miyagi would not tell Daniel about Shimpo Sensei?
0: Maybe Chosen didn't know how deep their relationship was. I mean, as far as he knew, he was just his karate student. Like, you know, I don't think he knew that it was more than that, you know, that they actually had a real uh, friendship, you know, kind of like father He son. had
1: to know because he was at the funeral.
0: Yeah, I mean... You know, if, if Miyagi had nobody else but his like one and only pupil, you know? Like Chosen probably never thought anything of it. Like all he remembered was seeing a lot of red and my uncle has beef with your mentor, so I have beef with you, you know?
1: Yeah, but I mean he he saw the way that, that mister Miyagi fought to protect him, to save him. Yeah. Um Mr. Miyagi leading the entire village and telling Daniel how to win that fight.
0: You know, like it, it this line is going to come up a little bit later. Chosen cause him a foreigner. And and maybe there's just some things that he you know, didn't think Miyagi would teach or tell Daniel about. Um again, like perhaps yeah, one and one and only student, but Maybe didn't share like the history of Miyagi though, which you you would think like somebody who practices like a specific style and art that they would learn the history too. But I couldn't tell you, you know.
1: Right. I mean, I I don't under, I I I don't know. Um, I know that in that funeral, the the laying of the lanterns, Daniel was not in place in line as Mister Miyagi's student. He was there as his son. Yeah, and I think that. Chosen picked up on that. I think that's part of the reason why he hated Daniel as much as he did.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sure that definitely adds fuel to the fire for sure.
1: Yeah, because he sees how much Mr. Miyagi loves Daniel and Crease or not Crease Sato. Sato does not love, I mean, Sato loves Chosen, but he doesn't love Chosen the same way. Right, he different love but same. Right, to, you know, he can, okay, you're dead to me. And be done. And Mr. Miyagi would never do that to Daniel, no matter what Daniel had done. Right? So.
0: Yep. Let's see. And then Chosen takes uh, Daniel to his humble abode. Uh, Love the score here. It sounds very cinematic. Um, Yes. Daniel sees the crane technique scroll. And we find out that Chosen inherited all the Miyagi artifacts.
1: So I have a question as far as filming locations and things like this go because i know that they did some of the okinawa shots in the botanical gardens and then they did some at an actual home in atlanta i'm assuming Uh that this shot that we have coming in is not the botanical gardens this is these people's real life backyard
0: that's what i thought yeah
1: if so, I would very much like to move into these people's backyard and just hang out there okay. for the rest and, of my life.
0: And I feel like you've you know made comments like this before, and, I, and my reply is usually, you do that, and I'm going to find a way to go stay at the set. Okay. <laughs> uh, and every time you call me, I'm like... You know, I, I'm on a new playground here. I'm, I'm playing inside the Miyagi-Do.
1: <laughs> there we go. Well, you're yeah. going to have to stay one step ahead of security so they don't find you and, you know, murder your butt.
0: Right, right, right. I still got my, uh, my camos, you know. <laughs> there
1: you go. Oh, yeah. That could, you yeah. know what? Throw on some camo in a dojo. They'll never yeah. see you.
0: Well, if I but, lay on I mean, the ground, and I'll blend in with the grass. <laughs> yeah, You could be it's hanging beautiful.
1: out under a tree 10 feet from their back door and they have no clue you're there.
0: Right. It's, it's, it is quite beautiful.
1: It's it's gorgeous, and yeah. that that is a koi pond.
0: Oh, absolutely! Uh, and uh, I wish Dimitri was there to point that out, right? <laughs> um, so Daniel calls them karate cousins, wondering, you know, why he couldn't have taken the scroll there. Uh, but yeah, that I, I love is the, line. the
1: whitest thing Daniel
0: has ever <laughs> said. By the way, <laughs> yeah.
1: I just have to throw that
0: out there. I mean, it, it could be like a play on kissing cousins, you know, like karate cousins.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I get that. I'll give you that. Um, that's a, a
0: nod to the uh, picture of Elvis from Karate Kid Part 2, maybe?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just know that that is the whitest thing Daniel has ever Let's, said.
0: This this episode is called um, Karate Kid Part 2, Part 2, Miyagi-Do. Okay? That's that's what this, this episode's called.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, I Probably what it is, but you know what? A great question to possibly ask Bob, or maybe it's something from, you know, uh, the big three.
1: Okay. Um, and also, we must point out here the uh, cameo. It, it, it is not even just a cameo. It is a full shot of the shrine from the cartoon.
0: Yep.
1: <clears throat> which is a Miyagi artifact, which is now in Chosen's possession. Which makes the cartoon canon
0: correct ish
1: <laughs> Daniel can surf on torpedoes
0: yeah he still has an uncle Jack we haven't met yet
1: and Mr Miyagi could hang from helicopters
0: yeah uh chosen uh him a foreigner wants to know what love is yeah uh, didn't <laughs> oh keep <my> God. <laughs> Daniel says that uh, Miyagi didn't keep any secrets from him and the very uh the one and only line we got from the season three teaser are you sure about that? So
1: right, right. Well,
0: from, yeah, chosen. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I love the illustration of the crane. Yeah, in the scroll that he's holding, um, the yep. like physical demonstration with the human, and then the actual bird <laughs> standing off to the side, looking at the guy in the illustration. Like, what are you doing? I, I um, thought.
0: Well, when you said the the crane, I thought you meant literally the crane first, and then you were going to talk about the guy. So you were talking about the the crane technique.
1: Right, yeah, just the 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 whole scroll in general. Right, right, right. um, I, I, I really like. But so,
0: so basically, Miyagi shaded Daniel in the first movie for for learning from book, yet Miyagi learned from scroll. Well, tomato, tomato, like uh, what's the book? What's the scroll?
1: (laughs) I have this feeling that the scrolls would stay in possession of the elder. Yeah. Of the family, so. It's more that his father taught him from a book? Sure, sure. Um, I don't think he actually learned from a book. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Yeah. Uh, we cut to Robbie and Juvie, and he is Googling Crease uh, and finds specifically an article about the 1984 All-Valley Tournament, even though they won a few others, uh, and a related article on this mysterious dojo and its sorcerer sensei.
1: Uh, yeah but there was there's one question and it's 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 i know where they did it i know where they did it i know where they did it they didn't have a choice but he's reading a news article about the 1983 all valley and he's it's got a picture of johnny increase from the 84
0: oh i see okay
1: and i know they had no choice
0: cuz that's the only picture they had
1: but that bugs me to no end
0: i mean we we could spot a fake Right, we we've seen all the photos before. So unless there's one in the archives that we have not yet seen, they would have to use one from '84.
1: Yeah.
0: So unless we had, you know, stand-ins, you know, and, had- and
1: also please pay attention to the 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 wording of the article itself. This is how committed they are to the timeline. They screwed up in um in uh, take a right. Okay. That student was none other than Johnny Lawrence winning his second straight title. Lawrence overcame fellow Cobra Kai student Tommy Right. to win the trophy. A third Cobra Kai student, Bobby Brown, beat 1981 champion Daryl Vidal in the third place match to clinch a sweep for Cobra Kai. No. Johnny beat Bobby. Also, why didn't they give poor Tommy a last name? I don't know. They really should have given poor Tommy a last name. Yeah. But see this is how this is I will I will admit that I like this about them when they are when they change things they fully commit to changing things. But there's absolutely no reason why they had to change that. That that didn't need to be changed. Okay. And then. And now we'll get T tweets about drunk announcers and things like that, I'm sure. But
0: sure. Uh Robbie's checking his email, uh his mom Shannon and all three, well, um Amanda, Daniel, and uh, I was about to call her Mary, but uh, Sam are all trying to reach <laughs> out as well uh, before he could. Re- well, he's replying to Sam, but then finds his computer unplugged by Sean. And it was actually this time while taking notes is when I'm like, man, trouble is looking for Robbie. So I'm starting to see like a little parallel between um, Daniel and Chosen from part two with right. these two. Yeah.
1: Just a, uh, the, the stronger, just a little bit. The stronger, you know, the 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 apparently stronger of the two, the one that does the maybe dirtier kind of fighting, and then yeah. the the um fresh meat, you know, very much.
0: <laughs> fresh meat, sure, yeah, yeah. He's in juvie, absolutely. Uh, But nothing happens. Um, And this is one of those sequences we saw in that trailer that you uh, referenced earlier, where we're like, oh, what's he looking at? Is that a visitation room? Is Chris visiting him? Yep, but out of order, you know. Right. uh, Some good guesses there. Uh, We cut to golf and stuff, where Hawk, Mitch, Mikey, and Rickenberger are screwed around, being punks. Um, Chris happens to be working, and they mess with him.
1: Yeah, I I like that they gave Chris the job at Golf and Stuff. Um I I think like one of the things about the Karate Kid was, you know, here's Daniel and here's his mom, single mother, right, 1984, uh, uh, working so freaking hard to pay the bills, put food on the table, all this stuff, comes home, makes dinner. If she makes dinner from scratch, Italian dinner from scratch every night when she gets off work at five or six, that Daniel didn't eat dinner till he was like 10, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but none of those kids had jobs.
0: Right.
1: And that's, especially for Daniel... Not very realistic.
0: Well, um, I mean, he's he a lot of absolutely, Miyagi.
1: as a poor kid, as the, the 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 child of a single mother, at the age of sixteen, he would have gone out and gotten a job.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll make sure we reach out to RMK about that.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> Why didn't Daniel have? Why did you
0: give Daniel a job? Why are you guys asking me this stuff? <laughs>
1: Why did you keep forgetting how old Daniel was? Um, but I, I like that. You know, I, I like that these kids have jobs. Yeah. You know, yeah. the ones that the ones that need them. Chris and Tori and, you know, the ones that actually need the extra spending money or whatever. So Right.
0: Uh and then Chris, uh, upset, texts Sam and says, um, you know, that Cobra Kai is messing with him at work and she says that she's on her way.
1: Right, which is tagged onto what appears to be her apologizing for Amanda
0: uh in in the, in the text message yeah uh, because you see
1: where she had said just doesn't understand and then he says it's all good we need to find time to practice though
0: i thought that was i i thought the we got to find find time to practice i thought that was her reply
1: Oh no, that's his because okay. it's gray.
0: Okay, I, I'd have to look at it again, but um,
1: yeah, I've got I've got it okay. up here. That's that's gray, and then the other the next gray one is now Cobra Kai's messing with me at work.
0: I see. Okay,
1: so that's Chris. I think she was apologizing for Sam or for Amanda. For rather. Amanda, she is right? Sam.
0: Okay. Um, we cut to Johnny uh, giving Miguel a history on uh, Hibachi.
1: An absolutely bullshit history lesson on the Hibachi.
0: Sure, China people. Yeah, I get it. <sighs>
1: I don't think you're actually supposed to say that.
0: <laughs> I can. Um, it, well,
1: it, it just poor Miguel. He is just so tired right, right. of telling Johnny what he's not supposed to say.
0: Cringing all the time, and you know what? Better right? place than you know where they first met, where all of that happened in the first place, or you know. Uh, so I like that. Um, I still need to figure out what's up with the their mail carrier and leaving that tub in front of the the mailboxes. That's uh, that's a no go. That's You could be fined for for having possession of such an item from the post office.
1: So I shouldn't tell you that the post office sent me home from the post office with two of those because of all the mail I got one day?
0: Yeah, well, I mean, they would expect that back. It's not like, here you go, you can keep these. (laughs) Yeah, you were expected to bring those back at some point. You could leave them by your mailbox and hopefully your mail carrier takes them back. They're in my closet. Okay, well,
1: put, put them outside. Well, maybe that's what happened there. Maybe, okay. maybe somebody had brought home a whole bunch of mail, and then they just left it there so the mailman can come get it the next day.
0: It 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 happens often. I I mean I see it all the time. People are using it for their personal usage at work. Um, like oh well, it's mail related. That's that's not how that works. Okay. I mean, <laughs> the post office also lost a lot of money for things like that. That you know those specific boxes that disappear and end up, you know. In TV shows and stuff.
1: They're awesome boxes.
0: <laughs> yes, they are. I agree with you there. <laughs> but they're not free. <laughs> uh, I, I bet not. Yeah. I mean,
1: you guys can't even give away free priority mailboxes anymore, man.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, oh, f- funny story. I'll make it short and we'll move it along. But uh, uh co-worker of mine's so all like, oh, yeah, this uh, picked up a package from a guy. And then I went back and it's like, hey, I, I need postage. He's like, oh, I thought, uh, I thought it was uh, flat rate. Yeah, but you you still got to pay that postage. <laughs> <laughs> so, a bunch of dummies out there, but uh, I, I think uh, Mikey G and um, uh, Bill oh, probably like that story there. A couple of mail yeah. carriers that listen to the show. Uh, so let's see here. Hibachi, Hibachi. Uh, so basically, this whole story was a distraction for lighting his leg on fire, which uh, for anyone that listened to the interview with Mark Kananizato, uh, who is nominated for some performance here for an Emmy? Uh, we find out that that's his leg, and this whole time I thought like it was just a fake leg. <laughs> so they, they actually lit someone's leg on fire. It was Mark's. Oh wow! Yeah, because because Mark is also you know show the stunt double for those that didn't know.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, he he shared the story about like um, his son happened to be on set that day. He was like, "Hey, you want to want to see Daddy light his leg on fire?" And his son didn't really care.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> I've seen worse, Dad. Yeah.
0: Uh, Johnny extinguishes the fire. So. Yes. Pretty comical scene. Yeah. Um, and then my next note is uh, it says Daniel versus Chosen, part two. So they start sparring here. Chosen wants to see what uh, Daniel knows, and Chosen gets a nice ass punch in da- uh, into Daniel.
1: It. it- I'm. I'm going you to refrain. A, you have. A I'm comment? going. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to refrain. It's that was a, not... That's an
0: ollie up for you. You know.
1: <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I am underhanding that ollie you for you to slam dunk it.
1: Season three, the season of grabbing Daniel's ass. Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. For
1: no particular reason, literally. No
0: particular reason.
1: Literally, everyone. Grabs Daniel's ass in season three for some reason I or other. I
0: see no problems here. I mean.
1: <laughs> I'm sure Daniel's probably sick of it by now.
0: I bet you women are sick of it. So now we're getting some uh, men ass grabbing each other. Like now you have an issue.
1: I'm I, I, <laughs> The look on his face. I don't know whether he's more offended or just shy. He's like, what the hell was
0: that? Yeah. Yeah. Look. You know, I, I I feel Daniel here. Like I I sometimes get that too. I don't know why certain coworkers and guys I served with or friends they they do that with me too. Like I, I guess guys like to grab each other's asses sometimes. You well, know? I
1: mean you've got the you've got the football ass pat right. The good game, yeah. good game, good game. Yep, yep. You got Absolutely. that. That's a, that's a guy thing. Well, um, chosen
0: is telling Daniel good game by ass punching him. <laughs>
1: Qualify
0: No? Okay. <laughs> <coughs>
1: um, uh, and but, it's not just that yeah. people are grabbing Daniel's ass. It's that people are grabbing Daniel's ass in very violent ways.
0: All right. All right. Video editors, let's see all the ass punches and grabs uh, in season three. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We find out that defense takes on many forms And uh, Miyagi ancestors had to uh, defend themselves from Japanese invaders. And the only way to survive was to kill.
1: I will say that um, I am very here for all of the Daniel fighting scenes. If for no other reason than his hair hangs in his face. Okay. I am so happy this season. Season three, like his hair was not always perfect. Uh Uh-huh. It falls in his face. It gets all messed up.
0: And and, and maybe this is uh, kind of to what Josh was saying when we interviewed him and and John that, you know, um, basically like everything Josh said was like the flipping of the scripts, right? Like the... Uh, you know, Daniel is an overdog, and so like he had perfect hair the first two seasons. Let's dirty up the hair in season three. You know, yes, it was yes, about time yes. for it.
1: Dirty him up, and I was actually well. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, gonna, dirty I'm up bad.
0: Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you're doing the Birdman hand rub there. Yes, <laughs> speak to me, Peter Moore. <laughs> um, uh, let's uh, let's give him the scruffled beard in season four. You know, let's um, have him bust that out the came glasses. Out completely I uh, Did it. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Wait, mess me up or his you? hair,
1: but you know yeah. all the 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 uh, the, uh, the quest for Scruffy Daniel continues because Ralph Macchio has shaved.
0: Yeah, I'm so well, bummed. We'll see. We'll see what happens.
1: Let's see how long it takes him to grow a beard.
0: Right, uh, probably about thirty-five years. Uh, <laughs>
1: Working on
0: the one he just named since he was 12. Uh, So Chosen, at one point here, hits uh, Daniel with the secret Miyagi pressure points. um, And Chosen's been waiting 36 years to honk the nose.
1: He has. He has. I do think, though, that it is worth noting that, you know, I had said that I assumed that Mr. Miyagi had taught Daniel to fight with weapons since not knowing how to fight with weapons had nearly gotten him killed. Uh, He absolutely knows how to fight with them. And he's yeah, very yep.
0: good at it. You got it. Uh and then Daniel or Chosen uh, says if the enemy insists on war, you take away their ability to wage it. Um the way he delivers that line what was, was interesting. Like I, I thought it could have been done a little bit differently to um to kind of like emphasis that line too. You know, like I I thought the, the delivery was a little pedestrian. You know, like I, I feel that line alone means a lot. Like there's a lot behind that. You know, if an enemy insists on war, you take away their ability to wage it. But when we spoke with Yuji, he said that, you know, this lighter side of Chosen, he was, um, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he was kind of channeling a little bit more of Pat than, than he was Danny. Uh, as asato right. in Credit Card Part 2.
1: Right. But what I see um, in, in his physicality um in his stance in the the um bend of his fingers sure um is is very like
0: he means business like yes i i, very I talked intense, about you know like the the adjusting of the gi as if he was wearing a tie and adjusting the tie and tightening the belt like all that part you know before right. the, the nose honk yeah like something about that is very aggressive and uh and I'm here for it but uh yeah, and my son was definitely here for the nose honks for sure so
1: I think having him deliver that line the way he did you know first of all when they call back to it it is actually more haunting to okay. me to my mind because it is obviously so important it was you know it was the secret to how the miyagi ancestors repelled the invaders of their island right yeah it was it was how they defended themselves so we know it's this huge deal and we know that it's it's the core philosophy you know, if you can't stop, if you can't walk away from the war, then stop the people waging it. Yeah, um, and it's it's very very important. But I think the fact that it was delivered as I'm trying to think of the, like, it's matter like of factly, this, this, it, it's like the sound of a fifth grade teacher talking to a ten year old. Okay. Um, very instructional, but very calm and very patient. Okay. And it's almost like it took Daniel then another six months for that to actually sink in and for him to understand exactly what it meant.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, there's one point that Chosen talks about like, uh, you know, because Daniel doesn't know these, you know, and again, like the, the line that I uh, just previously mentioned, um, only way to survive was to kill. Right. And, yes. you know, uh, he was telling Daniel that, you know, maybe Mr. Miyagi thought that he was not ready or not able to. And I do like the insertion of, of this dialogue, because you think about all those other times, like, for example, the beginning of credit Union Part 2, where Daniel's like, oh, you could have killed him, couldn't you? You know, all of that. Well, I, I think, you know, there was like no doubt we all like, oh, he, he probably could have had. But this is now like concrete information, like, oh, oh, absolutely. Miyagi could have done it, you know, because this is something that the Miyagi's had lived by. Like you kill if necessary.
1: Right. And, and from Miyagi's point of view. Now at first I was like, what wouldn't he have told him? What wouldn't he have taught him? Wouldn't Daniel need to know everything to protect himself? Um, But to Mr. Miyagi's eyes, Having been in that situation growing up knowing that his ancestors had had to repel invaders and then, you know, suddenly he's on the opposite side of a war with his own people. Um, The world had changed by 1984. I think that not only did he not think Daniel ever would need to kill anyone, I don't think he ever wanted him to.
0: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Just that one last little piece of innocence that he wanted him to hold on to forever.
0: Right. Uh, we got to Johnny trying to come up with ways to help Miguel, uh, including Tony Robbins, um, and then it he works, has, you yeah, know? sure, sure, sure. Uh, and and then he decides to check Webum.
1: LSD. The LSD
0: still makes me oh, laugh. Oh sure. <laughs> Uh, so kind of quick scene. Uh, I think we all love when Johnny's behind the computer, so you got to see that. Yes,
1: how to make legs work again. Right. (laughs) Best search string ever. (laughs) And
0: then he hears Carmen uh, crying outside. Uh, she was emotional and had to step outside because she didn't want Miguel to see. And she tells Johnny that she just wants to see him smile. So Johnny assured her it's going to be okay. And then has to borrow Miguel for a few hours.
1: You know Johnny's gonna make him smile.
0: Oh, absolutely, you know. absolutely. Uh, we cut to golf and stuff where Sam and company shows up. Uh, Mitch offers a warm one uh, to Hawk and the others in, in an abandoned. Uh, what's this laser tag building? Yeah, Easter egg right there. Right uh, <laughs> back to the first party kid. I love it.
1: Who the hell wants a warm beer?
0: Yeah. <laughs> So that was on the beach scene, for those that uh, did catch it. Yes. And also, we cut to Juvie. So there's a little back and forth between Juvie and the, uh, the, the laser tag here. Uh, but Robbie is kind of standing there watching Sean at the table with some other guys making fun of him. And he decides to strike first as a brawl breaks out.
1: Right. And I like the way that they cut these two fights together. Because they're going back and forth between... Miyagi-Do trying to strike first and Miyagi-Do trying to strike first, right? Right. And the various levels of success that the two halves of Miyagi-Do have with the actual striking first. Yeah. Um, And I think it shows that Robbie's mindset is starting to be a bit more removed from Daniel because Sam and Chris and Dimitri and and Dirk and them are just having one hell of a time getting their feet under him. Yeah. And Robbie is just kicking Sean all over the place.
0: Right. Uh so, yeah, it, it you, before he you struck first, you know, you you see him really contemplating like is this is this what I want to do? Right. You know. Uh Let's see Miyagi-Do, wait, 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 Tori enters and calls for Sam, um, which she snaps into PTSD and freezes, uh, really heartbreaking, uh, because Miyagi-Do starts to lose, and Dimitri gets his arm broken by Hawk.
1: That kills me, oh my god, that kills me, Oh. oh yeah. The look on both their faces, my heart breaks for both of those babies.
0: It's a gut-wrencher, you know, um. We've interviewed both Gianni and, and and Jacob, so we feel like, you know, we're you know, kind of friends. And to see them in that position, I was like, oh, my God, are they really going to break his arm? And, and they did it. And, and the, the oh, I know. I couldn't believe this, it. Yeah.
1: I couldn't believe it when I heard it snap. I was like, oh, my God, they did it. They broke that baby.
0: Yeah. Uh, envelopes are continued to be pushed, and I expect nothing less in season four. So with the uh. addition of Terry Silver, I, I can only imagine right. what the hell is going to happen.
1: Oh, you don't even want to imagine. But again, now that we're we're on this scene again and we talked about this when we interviewed OK, um, Tanner did this whole fight himself. Right. Like he refused to let the stunt guy do it. So well, when Robbie they, they did. runs I mean, up that
0: wall. Oh, wait. well, OK, OK. was seen OK. Uh, like you, you could see some, some parts was his double. Yeah. But most, yes. most of it was Tanner. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he okay said he wanted to do it all but they he wasn't he like didn't have the training that that Tanner does but like when Tanner runs up that wall that is really Tanner and okay. Right. Doing that. Um and that's crazy to me because you're an actor, right? Yeah, I when I was an acting major, I was like, okay, here's what we study: how to deliver lines, and we we study, you know, how to put, you know, emotion behind our characters and not be cardboard cutouts. I never studied how to <clears throat> run up a wall.
0: <laughs> no, you you, you must uh, uh hold on, hold on, hold on. I feel like I re- remember the quote. Ah, damn it! There, there's there's that line that Daniel tells Kubiko about missing. That day, grace class or whatever, like you—you remember? I was absent
1: the day they taught graceful.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So you were absent the day they taught wall uh, wall running. I was parkour or whatever. I was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, On the flip side of the other fight, um, you see that Hawk feels bad uh, immediately after the breaking of the arm, and Sam is pretty shaken up. Oh man! Yes. Imagine the ride to the hospital, you know, with everybody. <sighs> That's got to be pretty crazy.
1: I mean, Sam had to have driven him, right?
0: I I mean, at the very least, because we do see Sam there, too. But I, right. I, I'd I, imagine maybe some of the others went as well, but then ended up leaving, you know, I, after like, oh, you, you guys are good? Okay, well, let us know on the update or whatever, you know?
1: It just, oh, man, just.
0: Oh, Chris, Chris, you know, was still at work. So I, I hope he, you know, fought on his lunch.
1: Right. Did <laughs> yeah, he fight so, on break? So, yeah, so he doesn't
0: get fired, you know, for Chris's <laughs> Taking sake. Taking
1: a break. Going to go kick yeah. some ass in the, in the laser right tag. Back. I'll be right back. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, I'm going to go double check the laser tag room just to make sure that there's nobody in there. Right. Um, <laughs> like, dude, what's up with the bruises on your face? Oh, man, let me tell you. Um we, uh, you,
1: you should have seen that restroom man
0: yeah uh chosen and Daniel they recapped the end of the credit Kid part two for us uh, especially for those that didn't see it uh right Cho-
1: because like you get this far into Cobra Kai and you haven't seen the second movie
0: yet well hey look we we know some of the cast members that had not seen two and three you know that's true so that's true
1: I also must in, you know throw in here that um this is chosen and Daniel in the rain. Yes. Um it, it was it was uh this was probably well no, not probably. This very well may have been the first photograph we saw of a scene uh, from yes. season three, but it was from the top of the mountain. Looking down.
0: Yeah, you could see like who was there. Obviously we didn't nope. know chosen was gonna be there. The, the surprise was that damn teaser where they showed us chosen.
1: Right, in August.
0: Yeah.
1: And then made us wait till January. Uh-huh. I'm in keeping that in mind, I'm kind of glad we don't have the the full trailer yet. I'm happy that we just have the teaser with like what have we got like 12 3 frame sections <laughs> 3 12 if 3 that, frame, you know, pretty the snippets of yeah. season of season 4 so far. Um and you know, they have said that the tip well, we're supposed to turn it, tune in for that Netflix fandom thing on the 25th. Because,
0: 25th of September. Right? Yep.
1: Yeah, 25th September. That's probably, at least that's where I'm thinking we're going to get the trailer, but there have been a lot of times that people thought we were going to, and then we got absolutely nothing, or we got, you know, what was it, Sholo and Jacob playing video games or something? Yeah. Um, on Netflix geeked the first oh. geeked oh sure um
0: well uh, we, we have nothing to base anything off of except for no. the past stuff having said yes. that this is also the first season where it's being run by Netflix so <sighs> you can throw it's also the you, first you,
1: season where they're going to have season 5 filmed before season 4 even airs
0: yes but yeah so a lot of unknowns at this point going in is which i love because that at, means yeah. they could
1: give they could they could Give us season five immediately. Sure. If they so desired.
0: Let's let's, let's not start that yet, okay? <laughs> we... <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's, let's get season four done first. You know, I, I don't want to do lives on Instagram five. and
0: all of a sudden, like, when's season five coming? Like, motherfucker, we haven't even gotten season four yet. Um, all right, so let's see here.
1: Everybody tweet <laughs> at Cobra Kai Pod <laughs> on Twitter or at Cobra Kai Podcast on Instagram. Or no, Cobra it's Kai Co- companion. companion. yeah. On Instagram now and ask Peter when season five is going to air. Oh <laughs>
0: uh, boy,
1: because he knows.
0: He yes. knows. Right, right. I, I, I'm in it. Um, right. See, he's got uh, a cameo
1: every season. You just haven't seen him yet.
0: That's it. It's exactly. It. Well, it, it hasn't been seen because they've all been cut apparently or something. Um, <laughs> Chosen. Uh, this is where we find out that Chosen wanted to die after the events. <gasps> oh of part yes, two.
1: Daniel and Chosen soaking wet. Okay, we're yeah, returning yeah. to this.
0: So uh, Daniel accepts his apology for what happened, and Daniel tells him that, hey, I'm going to meet up Kumiko if you want to join us, but uh, Chosen has a class to teach. And then uh, thinks long and hard about it, and then decides to hand Daniel a scroll, and says to keep for his collection. And I got to ask you, does Daniel have a collection of scrolls? (laughs) Like, I I get the line, honestly. I
1: I, I love that he did that because it's very obvious that they both know exactly what he's talking about, right? And, you (laughs) know, remember the context of the original quote was because he was hitting on Kumiko. Right. (laughs) Is he hitting on Daniel?
0: Um, Uh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) A lot has changed. In the last Daniel three decades, LaRusso, Fandom three decades. Bicycle.
1: Anyway, I just have to say that Soaking Wet Daniel LaRusso is very pretty.
0: It's still 95 pounds.
1: Uh, yes. According to Josh. Um, maybe 98. You know, that, that, that linen shirt can hold some water. Um, Chosen's transformation here from... It, it. It reminds me of... Like, this is going to sound crazy... But his his whole attitude shift from the intense, mysterious karate badass that he's been the entire episode. And then here he is like this, you know, meek, mild, very um, self-effacing, very self-aware, very centered and Zen sensei. Uh Right. Yeah. He reminds me. Of Jerry Lewis in The Nutty Professor.
0: That's crazy.
1: <laughs> Switching back and forth between Buddy What's-His-Face and The Teacher.
0: Buddy Love? Is that... Buddy Love, yes. Uh, how did I remember that?
1: I don't know, but I'm glad you did. But wow. But that's what this transformation reminds guys, me of, is I Jerry Lewis. I literally pulled that out of
0: my ass. Like, I...
1: Switching between Buddy Love and the, and the Professor.
0: I haven't seen that OG movie since like the early 90s. Oh,
1: it's so good.
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, but I've seen you know the remake many a times, but probably not since like it first came out. Um, uh, now
1: I've only I've only ever seen the the Eddie Murphy version once. Okay, I don't like it. Yeah, I, it, I, yeah. I, I'm a Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin like fanatic. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: but that's what it reminds me of because he just he's like he's almost giggling and blushing as he's talking. Now. Right, right. And it's so much different than he was for the first three quarters of the episode.
0: Right. Uh, We cut to Johnny and Miguel um, in a uh, back hallway uh, as they walk by the T-800, holding a box of roses there. uh, Sneaks him into.
1: I got to figure out why, why are all of these people bikers? Why are all the people hanging out backstage at the D. Snyder concert? Bikers.
0: I feel that's a lot of the people that's, you know, into, not that everybody that's into rock are bikers, but that tracks. Like, they just, it's just the bikers that just happen to be in the back hallway here.
1: Uh, I can do that. Now, the bouncer, as he's standing there with his arms crossed with the flames running up his, his sleeves... You see the way he's standing. What it makes the wall behind him say? No. Hell.
0: Oh, okay. Cool. I, I don't know if they
1: did it on purpose or not. It's, uh, it's like the it's like the 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 deli spelling Eli.
0: Right, right. At the I, mall, like I, it's
1: not on purpose, but it's perfect.
0: Yeah, I I feel a lot of the framing uh, is is probably intentional.
1: Yeah, I just I, I love it. It says hell right behind yeah. him because
0: it reminds me of like batman returns you know where um selena kyle's walking through her apartment she has hello there and then she breaks the o and the uh the t and now it says like hell here instead of hello there so right a little bit uh yeah sneaks him in and tells the bouncer that uh, he's a make-a-wish kid's not gonna make it to 21 and um so it gets inside, and I'm a little surprised that there's no handicap spot for Miguel.
1: Uh, yeah, he should be like right down front.
0: Should be, or at least on the end end up front.
1: Right, right. Not in the middle. <laughs> um, at a bar, that's not where you put kids in in wheelchairs in the middle of the crowd and give him a beer. Right. Um. Well, you but- know
0: to, to be fair, if he was out front, then you would see the sn- snuck in six pack, right? So,
1: Oh good if you, point. Yeah,
0: if he sits in the middle of the crowd, then you know Johnny can hand him like half of those, or maybe two. You know,
1: I have to give it up for um, our friend uh, Frank Helmer. Yeah, for putting Johnny in that denim vest. Okay, which is just like the eighties eighties thing
0: that he's has worn ever eighties. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I like it. It's a good look.
1: Like when I was a kid, I could not af- but you know we we couldn't afford the the uh denim the you know blue jean vests and all that stuff. So my dad gave me his ancient ancient blue jean jacket so I would have one and it was way too big. It was like it was like a 4x or something. Yeah. Um and I was, you know, like 12. So <laughs> Um, but I cut the sleeves off of it to make it into a vest, right? Yeah. Um, and that is just the eightieth thing. And they could not have found anyone that looks more like Brooke Shields to stand next to them.
0: Well, that's, that's funny that you, you bring her up because um, I haven't made this comparison, but Hannah Keppel has been compared to Brooke Shields in some of her, her photos. And some people, it was like, oh, that's Moon. You know, in that I, in, yeah, uh, I do know a lot of
1: people thought that yeah. was Moon.
0: So it's but yeah, she it's looks
1: so much like Brooke Shields used to. Kind of funny
0: that you brought that up, yeah. So, but it's funny, uh, you know, upon rewatch and taking notes, I'm like, man, I kind of see what some of those people were saying, you know, but uh, but I I knew it wasn't Moon.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't make any real sense for her to be out at a bar,
0: right? Well, and and I'm referencing like the first time we saw like that image is if people are wondering like why would you think that's Moon? You know, you can clearly see it's not her, but when we first saw that they were going to be at a concert, uh, right. people were yeah, I'm trying to say that was Moon, right? Um, all right, then we cut to Robbie uh, and Sean. Uh, they have a oh, no no. No, nope, we nope, cut to the yet. hospital. Uh, Amanda yes. arrives and finds out from Sam that uh, she's uh, that Cobra Kai broke Dimitri's arm. And oh, my God. Mary, First of all, Sam
1: is an ugly crier and I just want to hug her and hold her forever and ever.
0: No comment. But yes,
1: she I, well, I, I want to mom. I want to mom. Here's, here's a teenage girl. Right. Ugly crying. And I must mom her. This you know?
0: this this broke me. This scene broke oh, me. Oh, yeah. it's
1: beautiful. It's so perfectly done.
0: Yep.
1: And and the way Courtney and Mary play off each other is so perfect. Like Courtney comes in and she's upset and she's in mom mode and kick ass mode and everything. The second she sees Sam crying, that all falls away and it's oh my god, what can I do?
0: Yeah. No. I, how do
1: I? How do I fix you?
0: I remember specifically that initial binge on the first of January, and I don't know. I don't remember what my tweet was, but it uh, this scene affected me that I, I did tweet out and you know kind of just mentioned it. Um, but yeah, this was definitely one of my breaks of season three.
1: But this this entire episode, I think, if you were to go back to my life, tweeting the one I did um, at you know started at two in the morning. Um, I think right around three thirty, four 4 o'clock in the morning is just a lot of, oh, Robbie, oh, Sam, oh, right. Dimitri, <laughs> oh, Daniel, yeah, oh, Chuck. Yeah. And this, 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 this is like the whole episode is me crying for everybody.
0: Right, yep.
1: Because even though Chosen and Daniel, you know, didn't have anything traumatic happen to either of them, they actually got to a very deep point in their relationship, and it's very touching. And them talking... In the rain did make me cry because yeah. I saw how far they came in a day. Yeah. And it makes me so hopeful for Johnny and Daniel, you know? And it, it just, this whole episode, because once again, it is the season break, right? This yeah, is the right. mid season finale.
0: Yep.
1: Um, just kill me. Just kill me. Just kill me right now. <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even wait until you know four oh five. Just shoot me now, I'll die miserable, and yeah, that was the plan, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: and then to the part that I almost uh, spoke prematurely. Robbie and Sean have a moment of understanding uh, one another uh, in Juby. So kind of a brief scene there
1: because uh, Robbie didn't snitch, right? I love that it says it, it big big block letters on the hallway back there says no bullying, no yeah. shit.
0: <laughs> You're a jail, dummy. Right. Uh, yeah, but that did just stop some of the you know Sean specifically. So.
1: Well, I mean, there's always going to be a pecking order when you have a uh, an incarcerated or a uh, any. Any kind of society that's that's sheltered away, even in nursing homes. When I I, I used to be an activities director in a nursing home, the nursing home had pecking order. You know, the, the the residents that were always in charge of things because they were the one that were always all up in the nurses' faces, and then the ones that just went along and did whatever they could, you know? Yeah. Any contained society like that is gonna have a pecking order. It's just gonna happen.
0: Right. We are animals. We, we are. I mean, that that's a song, you know, um, about being on the Discovery Channel and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for
1: God's sake. Why? 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 That's, that's what we do here. Considering all the things we've talked about in this episode, why are you taking us to a place where the words, <laughs> the bad touch, are appropriate?
0: Yeah. Anyway, Miguel and Johnny take selfies uh, at the concert. Miguel says he'll tag Johnny on Facebook. And he's like, ah. Threw my phone away. <laughs> <laughs> to which Miguel says, "Well, you still have it on your computer." Johnny's like, "Oh yeah, that's a thing,
1: <laughs> right?" And by the dummy. way, let us at this point throw up our arms in worship of the God that is D. Snyder. Yes, I bow before you, sir. Yeah. No one else has, you know, it, it, his curls are amazing, and no one else wears sequined leather quite as well.
0: Uh, Going to be a little honest here. A lot, a lot shorter than I thought he would be. Standing next to like TB Three and Billy, he's
1: <laughs> not a big guy. Yeah. He's really not. But the way, but remember, Twisted Sister. If you ever saw his feet, he they were just like kiss. He feet. wore these enormous oh, platforms.
0: Okay. I gotcha. That I mean, that was the style, right?
1: No, that was not the style. That was no? just what rock stars wore.
0: Okay, I mean, I'm very familiar with Kiss and wearing um, big platforms for sure. I, I just thought like maybe some of those bands back in the day that was that was just the style to well, wear. Well, yeah,
1: it was. It was platform. like it was like stage wear, and you you watch the video for "We're Not Gonna Take It," and like him kicking out with his shoe with the, with the platform shoe. Is it like a a very intentionally framed? Um, as he kicks the door down, right? Yeah. So um but like Gene Simmons, I thought he was like nine feet tall.
0: <laughs> you know? Is it he?
1: <laughs> when I was a kid. And then yeah. you see him without the makeup and without the costume and without the platform shoes, and it's like, wow, you you're that guy? Really?
0: Yeah. I mean the, the tongue's still seven foot long, you know. So Oh for God's even sake, like,
1: yeah. <laughs> even get his, But I liked D and I liked Twisted Sister. Yeah. Um. Actually better than Kiss. Kiss was more, oh, except interesting. in the 90s when they came back. I okay. liked him. I liked him when they came back. Yeah, I remember I was listening to rock music from the early 80s, you know, until now. Yeah. So Kiss was a little bit before my time originally. Okay. Whereas Twisted Sister was right as I was getting into it.
0: I, so, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of D, uh, gives a little shout out to uh, The Wish Kid. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So that's that's really sweet uh, Miguel gets into the groove And Johnny sees him tapping his foot And it gave me all the chills in the world When I saw this Oh yeah, uh, you knew it moment. was
1: coming It was coming right? I, mean,
0: I didn't know it was going to happen here But yeah, I, I, as soon as you see Like, you know, we, we've been rooting for Miguel For the last few episodes here uh, Ever since right. he fell off of that uh the bed in the hospital um, Yeah, to see the, the feet moving And to see, like The reaction on both Johnny and Miguel's face. Like, yeah, he just gave me goosebumps. And kind of talking about it right now is kind of giving me the same feeling here.
1: I like the way, like, because Miguel, like, you know, the the jaw drop, jaw on the ground, right? Um, Obviously, still not noticing that he's doing it. So he doesn't really have his feeling back, but it means he has control again, right? Johnny is just so happy and I told you so at the same time. Like when he points down at it, he was like, see, look what you're doing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I mean, it's, Miguel it's throwing uh, the his head therapy. back is just like. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. They They avoided the trope of having Miguel wake up with Johnny in the room earlier in the season. Which I was very glad for. I was like, don't have him wake up when Johnny's there. That is too blatant. That is too big an anvil, you know. But having him move his foot in Johnny's presence with Johnny there, you know, doing something that was Johnny's idea, still kind of tropey, but they did it well enough that I don't care.
0: Yeah. It so, works. It does uh, work. We go back to uh, Okinawa adjacent, and Daniel reunites with Yuna.
1: Wait, 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 wait. No, we're what? not Okinawa what? adjacent.
0: Well, it Okinawa is. Okinawa
1: adjacent is yeah, th- the
0: ocean. Um, no, that's Okinawa, Okinawa. <laughs> th- this is Okinawa adjacent because it's not, th- th- that's in because Atlanta. Because it's Atlanta. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, okay. But, well, I mean, we're technically still in Okinawa. Yes. We're supposed to think we're still in <laughs> yeah.
0: Okinawa. Okay, okay, fine. Back fine. to Okinawa. Uh yes. Daniel reunites with Yuna in QN flashback from the Bell Tower girl.
1: Yay. Yeah. She's gorgeous. And I you know what, I don't I don't blame Daniel for a second for not
0: recognizing her. Well, I mean she was a little girl back then, but she must have been like what, eight or nine?
1: Eight or nine I'd say. No? Um, and I mean, it, if if you put the the two the picture of her um, from the filming, the picture of her and and Ralph that they uh-huh. took at the um, Obon dance,
0: and be careful and too, because there's a picture of Ralph and another uh, girl f- from from that sequence that people had mistaken for Yuna. Um, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: No, I mean, I guess she had lines at the dance and stuff, and, and she's got that same costume on. There is a picture of the two of them together in their yeah. costumes for the album. Like, but I'm
0: just saying in general, because I, I had seen, like, another one circulating, people thinking it was Yuna, but, like, the actual, you know, former actress, she had posted it and said that that was her and Ralph from the, you know, uh, to get two, and she wasn't the bell tower girl.
1: Right, she was just one of the, the villagers.
0: Yeah. Um, You know, like... I, I do like this. One of our predictions, you know, we were trying to think, like, well, what what could, you know, possibly take Daniel to Okinawa? Our friend watch party thought that, you know, it was business. And what, one of mine was like, oh, maybe this girl who we did not know was named Yuna at the time. Uh, because no. that's, you know, I'll, I'll obviously added later. But um, I had thought that possibly she got married and invited Daniel uh, to the wedding. Right. So uh, yeah, I, not, you not knew it involved far.
1: her. You were predicting it was involved. I would involve her and you were spot on. And I could imagine because didn't one of the writers say that they they like the big three get nervous when we get super close to stuff?
0: Uh I don't recall a comment. I, like think, that. I
1: think it was Michael that said that that sometimes they're like worried. Because we get too close to stuff, but then some stuff we're, like, way, way, way off base on. Her yeah. being there had to be one of the things they were nervous about you knowing.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: why, of all the characters in that second movie, why would you automatically pick her?
0: Uh, because part two is my favorite movie, and can love chosen so, right so I was like, you know like you know, we, we, we could have gone off the board of like oh yeah bd wong's character and you know right? all these things you know <laughs> but
1: B. D., B. D. wong <laughs> i'm still holding my i'm still holding my breath for that bd wong cameo
0: um so I, I i went out with um one of my best buddies last night wh- whom you, you you know of and uh
1: we stand david
0: yeah and uh, something came up it, i think I think we were talking about Beatty Wong, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah." And I told him about the that part in Credit Get. He's like, "Oh, I, I, I don't know this." And so I pulled up the scene, and he's just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> it, it's definitely an oh my god moment for sure." It's just, yeah, it's uh, it's not a, it's not a great dialogue and delivery, but anyway.
1: Yep. so here is here here are two very relevant questions well okay. one's one's a question one's more an observation and i've seen several people ask this so i think it's actually a very good point of discussion if yuna is the executive vice president in charge of uh, foreign sales or whatever it is that she calls herself um whatever her, whatever she introduces herself yeah. as. sorry yeah Not whatever she calls herself um Whatever her title is, why was she not at the meeting with Daniel in the first place? I'm I don't know if she's high enough up in this company that she can pull that contract from Tom Cole and give it back to Daniel. She has that much power. Why was she not in that meeting in the first place?
0: It could be uh, her assistant sitting in for her. Uh, Maybe that's just, you know, not a meeting that she sits in. She could have been in another meeting, you know, prior engagements kind of thing. Um, You know, to kind of take what we do in our group page, you know, there's three admins and, you know, uh, like what, eight moderators. And so we have the moderators kind of take the lead because often we are busy and, you know, can't see everything, you know. Right. Um, So... That's that's my guess, right?
1: And then the other is the observation, and I think it is a valid observation. It is a minor criticism, but I think the payoff is worth it. The, the deus ex machina involved in having her... This this girl, whose life Daniel saved 34 years ago, having her be the executive vice president of the very car company that he needs to convince to yank a contract from his competitor and give it back to him, is ridiculously cliche. But the fact that he did not know that she was that high kind of makes it a little bit better. Um, okay. And the, the, just the delivery, the, just the whole way that it's set up and delivered. And we love her so much um, and have loved her so much since she was eight years old before she even had a name that seeing her again makes it worth it. Because I think, as much as having chosen and Kumiko there, you know, ties this back to the Karate Kid part two, having Yuna there ties it together in a whole completely different way. Because here is one of those, you know, villagers from that tiny little village, and this is what she's become. Yeah. The village might be a mall, but it's because Okinawa has moved into the 21st century with the rest of the world.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I I like it. I, I don't have any problems with it. Uh, also because it's, it's a great, like, parallel, I guess, if that's the word you want to use for... The line that she tells Daniel in part two is that if not for you, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it, you know, you flip flop that. But also, like, I just love the payoff of, you know, it's like what Ante Ukiye says about, you know, putting good out into the world. So uh, I feel like it was just the world kind of working back in Daniel's favor, not that like, oh, you know, cliche or anything like that.
1: Right. Right. And it's, that that's a very valid point because Daniel is someone who has his whole life. He's a, he's a good person. Yeah. He is a good hearted, good person. And he doesn't always do the right thing, but he tries very, very hard to always do the right thing, even when it's the hard thing. Right. That's yeah. how, what he was trying to teach Robbie. Yes, it's it's going to suck, but it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now here is just a little bit of reward for him to pay him back for all the good he has been putting out into the world for the last 49 years. Right. And that's pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, well said. Um, it pissed off Mama Bear walks into a Cobra Kai dojo.
1: <laughs> this is a, my favorite <laughs> joke I love the punchline yeah
0: uh, or slap line in this uh yes. in in this scene she uh, Amanda tells Creese his students hurt some of the other kids and he says they must have deserved it and he figures out that she's mrs LaRusso, Uh as she threatens to go to the police if he doesn't uh call off his karate thugs
1: the slap herd round the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. Kreese tells her that uh, she likes the feisty one, and she says, I don't give a shit what you like. But yeah, it's a slap heard around the world.
1: Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's so perfect. I could yeah. I could watch that over and over and over again. I have. I yeah, yeah. admit to having watched that multiple times. <laughs> I mean, times.
0: I'm sure it's a GIF. and You don't have to hit replay. You just watch it over and over on loop.
1: Yeah, you just sit there and watch the yeah. GIF play, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm mesmerized.
0: Um, But yeah, she says that I'm shutting you down if it's the last thing I do. And Actually, I gif wow. that
1: GIF at John the other day. Whoops. <laughs>
0: i i remember that yes 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 and he's he something no mercy or uh yeah he, his, yeah he gift replied you with like i, I think something no mercy kind of
1: i said they were all what did i call them a bunch of evil
0: i mean what, what don't you call them you know um
1: oh evil something who enjoyed our pain or something ah, yes, like yes, that. yes 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 yeah and know. he gave me the crease no mercy and i gave him the amanda smack i just Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, fun, John. I didn't mean to punch you.
0: Fun fun times on, on Twitter there. Yes. Um, And then we uh, cut to the Diaz's where Miguel shows Carmen that he can move his leg. Uh, Johnny says goodnight. And something must have been in his eyes because of all the, uh, the fluttering that his eyelids are doing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. Can those two flirt or can those two flirt? Yeah. She's she's really starting to see I, it, it, Then for, for for him to go from that to go you know to checking his computer and we'll just leave that aside for now. Um, there is so much you know I, I I talk about how much conversation Johnny and Daniel have without speaking, just the way they look at each other, and Vanessa does that with Billy too. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Um, Their conversation, their silent conversations are, of course, completely different. Daniels and Johnny's pretty well sum up, I'm going to kill you. No, you're not because I'm going to kill you first. And then, you know, these two are all lovey-dovey, bat their eyes at each other and going to fall into bed at some point.
0: Yep, at some point or at some episode. Um, And I I just needed that little little scene that was probably cut where uh, Carmen's like, is that alcohol I smell on you?
1: Oh, my God. I see. And, and see, this is the mom and me again. Um, they took those selfies. Miguel's right, holding right. the beer up in the selfie. <laughs> so he put it on his Facebook, tag Johnny, so Carmen knows that Johnny was giving Miguel beer.
0: Look, do you want him to be able to move his leg or what? <laughs>
1: but if he can only do it drunk, what's the
0: point? Yeah. So pick one, Carmen. You want, you want him to move his leg or do you want him sober? um anyway so <laughs> terrible choice you alluded to it johnny checks his facebook looks like all of the uh face one uh fake ones out there that are following me and, i was gonna um,
1: say that that tweet of yours the other day <laughs> yeah. i was like you know i never thought of it that way but i bet if you look through my followers um i've got like probably the same five or six johnny lawrence is following me too
0: yeah Th- that was also a clue to let people know that we were Working on this episode. Right. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, yeah. You know, for those that follow me on Twitter, a lot of my tweets are cryptic. So.
1: You wish you could subtweet like Amy does. Y-
0: yes, I wish I could. But, uh, you know. She's the
1: queen of subtweeting.
0: She's like so like, good at it. Like Mike P., you know, uh, after the um, Thomasine Griffith uh, announcement, Mike went back and checked some of my tweets. I was like, okay, this one makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, I, sometimes I get uh, get to be cryptic. And so there's one right now, not a lot, I don't think a lot of people are picking up on. Be- and I'm saying that because of the responses. But um, uh, Mary uh, Mary Paige Keller, she uh, I think she has an idea of what I was talking about because she liked the tweet. So I'll just uh, leave it at that. Um, all right. So Johnny sees the tagged photo uh, and it brings a smile to his face, does the little uh, double horns. I love that moment. Uh, Billy's eye acting is on point, is what I wrote here. Um, and I just love, like, he actually looks like he's reading things on a screen. Um, it Like, when people are behind the computer, when I watch things, I like to watch background actors, extras. And, you know, if if our main character is doing something, I'm, I'm watching how they do a thing. Because when Sandra, Sandra B uh, came out with the movie The Net back in the early 90s, Uh I watched uh, a special feature on it because that's what I do. And she talked about, like, you know, she has to sell that she is a hacker, you know. And and so she has to, like, key in all these things. But then she has to remember that her eyes have to be looking at things, too. So she has to pretend like she's reading. So um, Billy here, like, I, you know, there could be stuff on the screen. But I really believe, you know, Billy in this moment as Johnny reading stuff on or looking at things on his Facebook.
1: Right. And for those who um, like to follow the timeline of the episodes, um, this episode takes place either. Let's see. Allie's picture is dated October 16th. Let's go back and see what the picture of the two of them was dated.
0: Yeah, and uh, and also I know it's not like a long period in between the between season 1 and 2, but Allie does still have the same photo of her two dogs as her profile pic.
1: Right. Um this is on or after October 16th. That's where we are in 2018. But but uh, <laughs> as does we it sit.
0: when when hmm? Sam gets the text from Chris, I believe it's August 20th or October 20th, I mean?
1: Okay, let me go back and look at the text. from.
0: Yeah, so while you do that, I'll just uh, read a few more here. Um, Billy, or Billy, Johnny does find a friend request from Allie. Uh, he clicks confirm, and we end with Johnny going through her photo photos and smiling like he's his 17-year-old self again.
1: Right. Because, you know... We're just going to forget all... Okay, so Sam's email was dated October 15th.
0: No, no, the, the text from Chris. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, getting there.
1: Okay. I'm getting there. Um, Today at 4.48 p.m. is all it says.
0: Huh. Okay, so there must have been something else that I remember seeing that made me think October 20th. October but, 20th? Yeah. Okay. Are you reading the text from Chris? Are you reading... Uh, because, because her phone is like laying next to her before... You know, oh we, yeah,
1: I'm looking at the text. Okay.
0: Yeah, try try going to the part where the, the where phone lights up next phone to up her. Off yeah. The
1: okay. Saturday, October twentieth.
0: There we go. So, um, there we go. We finally did it, you guys. A pretty lengthy uh, recap for you guys. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll get to the next one a lot sooner than later. But uh, I, I say that jokingly. But I, I, we're really gonna try, you guys. Like we want to get are. caught up. We want to do the the trivia get you guys engaged again and excited for the upcoming season four. So, yeah. um,
1: and I've missed this. I don't know about you, but I've, I've uh, missed this.
0: Yeah. But th- th- that's the thing, Brianna, like we, like our schedules have literally conflicted every time we wanted to do this. <laughs> I know. Um, so it, it just, it finally got to it. And, uh, so
1: <laughs> I get up and I'm ready to record at 9am and you're sleeping off a of hangover.
0: <laughs> hey, let's not put our business out there now. um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, anything uh let's see this this is one of my favorite episodes ever. Um you know, we got the the, the return of Tamlin, uh Yuji, um the reintroduction of um gosh, I, uh, Tracy Taguchi. Oof, I had a mm-hmm. blank there for a second. So, again, you know, a lot of the ties to the Credit Keep Part 2, so I uh, really do love this episode. Uh D Snyder is in this one, so
1: Right. And I the, the interaction here between Daniel and Chosen was very very good. Um, good enough that a lot of people are now now that we know that terry's back they've they've turned their energy to clamoring for chosen and i don't i mean i've said before that that i don't know how these guys do the stuff they do because i could never imagine some of the ways that they bring characters back in but i don't see where chosen fits moving forward because right now this is literally this is this is Season four, at least to start with, is going to be the clearest indication we have ever had that Cobra Kai is meant to be Johnny and Daniel's story. Right. And everyone else is secondary to it. Now, they may have large parts in it. They may have, you know, a, a serious impact on those two, but it is their story. Where does Chosen fit into Daniel and Johnny's story moving forward?
0: Right. I don't know. So he's
1: he's part of Daniel's. He's right. not and 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 if they're going to bring back parts of Daniel's story to make them parts of Johnny's as well, then Terry makes sense and so does Mike. But yeah. Chosen doesn't really.
0: Right. So all right, so that wraps it up for this episode and this recap of episode 305, Miyagi-Do, or as I like to call it, The Credit Kit Part 2, Part 2, Miyagi-Do. Um, all right, Brianna, where can people find you they uh, want to carry on the conversation with you or check out some of the other things that you do, that you do? <laughs>
1: If you, for some reason, have any interest in me, anything I've said or anything I've made, my name is Brianna 25. I am Brianna 25 on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, where I make music videos, archive of our own, and fanfiction.net. And just a reminder for everyone involved in the zine, um, deadline for submission is September 15th. So that's coming up real quick. And for those of you who are not part of the contribution process but are looking forward to reading it, should have it hopefully very soon. I'm excited. Right. It's going to be
0: awesome. It sounds awesome. Um, I got some episodes coming up as a, as a guest. Uh, I was on the Karate Kid Minute uh, talking – a lo- about a lot of different minutes uh in the credit <laughs> part two uh a lot the of them involving chosen two, two yeah so yeah, exactly so, yeah a lot of them of which are uh involving uh chosen I'm trying to think about the, the the first groupings um it's oh oh it's yeah they dance like a geisha you know the tomato throwing that scene and then I returned for the one the icebreak scene so there you go um so those are coming out sometime in the near future Uh, we have the merch store on Threadless the the link is in the show notes um, with Contenders. You know, they do carry Cobra Kai stuff. You can use our code CK Podcast for 20% off uh, through Contenders Clothing. So uh, check them out. Our website, Cobra Kai Companion, companion with the K.com. All of our interviews are there 82 interviews. Also, if you missed it, Tommy C. Griffith was there. Recently, I interviewed Phil McGowan, who uh, was nominated for Outstanding uh, Sound Editing or Score Editing. Um, for Cobra Kai and also uh, HBO Max's uh, Tina which is a uh, documentary about Tina Turner so um, I enjoyed that documentary Uh, for those that you know didn't hear me not necessarily gush about it but I was just like oh my god this is a great documentary Um, check it out it's on HBO Max so uh, and if you want to uh, interact with me on social media I'm relatively active on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod and on Instagram at Cobra Kai Companion So that's going to do it for us. And until the next episode, I don't give a shit what you like. Bye. haven't you done enough princess?